Hey, it's Monique. Hey, it's Kadesha. And we come from Queens. So, can I say something? Yes. Don't you always? I always say something. <laughs> um, what did I want to say? I forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I wanted to say that I just feel very proud of people <laughs> in life. Like, I just feel like everyone's doing a good job. Today, we went to see Derek and Jan Toots. Derek is from the Bodega Podcast. And we were on their episode yes, back we in February. Yes, and they will be on ours very soon. We're trying to work some things out. But anyway, he did such an amazing job. And for me, it was just really amazing to see uh, how he's grown as an individual because I watched him come into high school how many years ago. And now, like, he's just pursuing his dream of becoming an actor. And he's killing the game. Like, he's Aww. doing plays. He's doing his own YouTube channel. And, like, I think, I believe he's trying to start up a theater company. Whatever. He's oh, yeah. Doesn't winning. he have, like, a group of people that he kind of yeah. makes stuff with? Right. So, I just, I'm just very proud of him to just be living his dream out loud. Him and just other people. I just feel like a lot of people who I'm associated with are doing a great job. No, that's great. Pass her exam for... Some financial stuff. She's, like, Anti-money laundering. Right. Something. Yeah. So, everybody's winning. Like, let's go, guys. Keep oh. going. Yeah. I'm just proud of everyone. <laughs> are you proud of yourself, too? Okay. I am proud of myself. I was about to say, moving on. I am proud of myself. <laughs> moving on. Um, can, can I can I say something? Yeah, girl, go ahead. So you know, I was um, I made a trip to the supermarket today, mm-hmm. and as I was walking up the hill, I heard this music coming from a car across the street, and like I looked, and like my heart stopped for a second. And I was like, oh, no, please don't let that be him. And <laughs> this is a story that has been going on since I was like 14 or 15 oh, years wow, old. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there's this at that then, you know, we were young teens. So he was a boy then. Now, I guess he's a man, whatever. Um, and, you know, there was a brief moment in time when I conversed with this young man. And we we, we went on one date, I guess, you know, to be politically correct. And um, nothing came from it. Nothing ever came from it. However, he has refused to let that go. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you guys the backstory because Kadesha should have gotten the backstory. Because yeah. you're looking at me like you never heard this no. before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, at first I was like, wait, but no, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So like ever since, you know, I was about 14, he, it doesn't matter what I wear or like my hair has changed. When we met, I was like relaxed and now I'm natural. He can spot me out from anywhere. Like I'd be walking and I'm just here, hey mom. And I'm just like, oh my God, no. And I don't even know where it's coming from, but I just hear it. Right. So a couple weeks ago, I actually, that's I, that's exactly what I heard. As I, again, I was walking up the hill and I was like, oh my gosh, no. So he went and he made like a, a U-turn and came around, got out of his car and was just like chopping it up with me. And still acting like, oh, you know, you never gave me a chance. And I was like, Dude, we're like 26, about to be 27. I like, this is over 10 years. Me. You can't in any possible way still think, like, I ain't never give you, like, I'm playing hard to Stop get. Or and he has two kids now, which I learned two that. Two kids? Two? He has two kids now. And um, he had that one and you push yourself. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, so he told me, like, yeah, well, you know, I had a girl and I had to go and get a son now. I'm like, okay, well, that's really nice. And he was still saying stuff about, like, yeah, but you know, we should. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. Like, in my head, I'm like, we, should, we, we shouldn't. Should. <laughs> So what happened today is just that I heard the music and I saw him. He was walking into the deli that's up by the hill and I hid behind my mother. (laughs) I was so happy. Like I had my head wrap on. She's like, put your sunglasses on. I was like, yeah, let me put my sunglasses on. And I'm hiding behind my mother and I turned my back and I was like, okay, let's just hope that when he comes out the deli or nothing, like he doesn't, because he's that type of person who goes above and beyond the most. And I'm thinking like. I've been doing this for like 10 years Hiding. in my own neighborhood yeah. trying to duck and right. cover. And every time you talk about him, you talk about how you try to hide. Yeah. And it's just like, he actually, sees you. Anyway. He, he usually spots me way before I see right. him. It's quite unfortunate. And, you know, I just, today I was just like, I have to, this can't continue. And but in the beginning, not in the beginning, but sometime a couple years ago, he had moved to farmers. He had moved way far mm-hmm. i was like well, what are you still doing over here like oh you know my dad and i'm like okay and he was really like dogging the area and now he, the area that he lived in no dogging like over here Probably. but you over here like all the time right. i didn't even know you moved and this is not the area to dog like this is a fine this is yeah fine. i know whatever okay 
Yeah, so I don't know. He he doesn't live that far. And I'm like, you know what? He just told me too much information. So all I want to say really is that I shouldn't have to be hiding and ducking from people in my own neighborhood because they don't want to accept the fact that like nothing will ever come from us knowing each other. Like, I don't even know what you still like about me because we haven't had a a legit conversation in like, I don't know, eight years. He likes what could be. Whatever. I wish there was a block button in real life. Like, <laughs> I wish there was a way for him just not to know that I'm walking around <laughs> in my neighborhood. Like, I had the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter or something. Because, uh, mm-hmm. um, so actually, I think this was a great segue into today's episode. I don't even oh. know if you were to do it or not, but today's episode is all about stories. Oh, but check you the heck out. You just stole my job. I'm so sorry, but it just seemed it just worked. Yeah, but like you don't do that. It's it's fine. It's fine. Nope, 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 nope. I'm gonna bring in the topic. So um, today's topic is stories, <laughs> and we're telling subway stories, we're state stories, pickup lines. Everything you've got. And I just want to shout out everybody who sent this stuff. Yeah, this is basically like a user submitted a friend's. Like, right. we tracked y'all down, yeah, as, as y'all know, right. um, for stories and stuff like this. And this is also the episode we dropped the ball on last time. This right. is why we did the random questions. Right. We just didn't get anything and we didn't seek out anything. We were just like, yeah. So thanks, guys, for bearing with us. And yeah, this is fun. You, you guys sent some really good stories. Yes. So here we go. So the first story I have is a subway story by I'm gonna say her name is Tanika. And really <laughs> I'm gonna hope I'm not pronouncing it wrong. Um so she says, When I attended Kingsborough Community College, I had to ride the MTA two hours and forty-five minutes both ways between there and home. During that time I would do a combination of music listening, chatting with friends, and studying for exams. Some Of the early mornings and late nights, my exhaustion seemed unbearable. One night, a peculiar (laughs) encounter happened. I was sitting on the J train, almost in the last stretch of my traveling woes. I usually go for the seat at the end of the bench so that the railing is on my right side. She's like, it's a weird OCD, high preference, don't judge me. (laughs) Um, There was a man sitting next to me who continuously would nod off. Unfortunately, his nodding off changed from chin to chest and crown of head to the window, to the side of his head leaning on my shoulder repeatedly. Being fully aware of my surroundings, I take notice of the other passengers attempting to glance and being relieved that this isn't happening to them. After just barely touching my shoulder with his rather large dome, as we pulled into Jamaica Station, (laughs) it happened. The dead weight of his head rests on my shoulders, and I became uncomfortably frozen. As the driver presses on the brakes, the jerk of the train stopping wakes him up. I look over at him, expecting a pardon me or even a my bad shorty. He simply gets up, and in perfect timing, off the the train doors open, and he walks off and heads up the stairs. So she says, me, I was left sitting at the end of the bench in complete disbelief and in utter awe of what just took place in the last 10 minutes of my life. Um, can I just say that this girl is an awesome storyteller. <laughs> like, I'm just like. it's It was so well written. The way she put these words together, I'm like, this sounds like something I would write. It so sounds girl. very much like you. <laughs> so I'm care for this story that was a great story Tanika I feel your struggle um I have had people lean on me too and I've been I've that also, person I know you've been that person I've also done well you were by the railing but I've also leaned away from the person as they were oh. leaning into me and now I find myself doing this like synchronized oh, no. lean because I just didn't want I don't want no stranger touching me like no okay so I just have a story to kind of reply to this story what? really quickly, just because I was that person. I mean, I've been that person several times to fall asleep on someone. But it was late night. I was on the train, knocked out. I'm always sleeping on the train, but knocked out, fell asleep on this man. And like, not completely, like my head kept tilting in his direction, but I kept waking up. And the first time I woke up, he was just like smiling at me. I'm like, right, this is weird. So let me not really try to fall asleep. Fell asleep again. And then he's like, no, it's okay, baby. You can put your head on my shoulder. And I'm just like... <laughs> Uh, no, but it began. I woke up. He's just like, you know, I understand. You're really tired. It's okay. Like whatever you need to do. And I'm just like, but sir, I don't even know you. I think so, I remember you telling us like, this is when you went the wrong way on the train. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was trying to get my number. He told me he was a DJ. I need to come through to one of his parties. Oh it was real. So yeah, I just wanted to share. Just wanted to share that. <laughs> okay, so I have a story from Jessica. Let's say. Oh, it's anonymous, allegedly? Huh? Anonymous? Uh, I told everyone that I wouldn't submit their names. Mm. Yeah. 
I didn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you gave a real name as well? Yeah, that's her name. Oh, I thought you were making things up. No. Oh, okay, okay. I want these people to know that their stories have been read. Oh, well, yeah. I, I didn't tell anyone, so. Okay, that's fine. Okay. So, um, she says, I want to say it was around my freshman year in high school, and I was going home with my best friend, and across from us, there was this couple who looked like they were cuddling, and the guy even had his jacket covering the both of them around his... <laughs> my face i'm so sorry i didn't mean to throw you off but like (laughs) i I remembered reading the story when it came in and i was like going through it so now that my mind went back to the story i did not mean to throw you off i was like oh no (laughs) okay so um yeah it looked like they were cuddling and the guy even had his jacket covering both of them around their knees a few minutes later i just see the jacket moving up and down in a vertical motion this girl was giving him a full blowjob and thought no one would notice at all. It was so uncomfortable. Awkward. Yeah, that's just so like, I've heard stories about that. I remember saying like the six train hearings, not saying that the six train is like a nasty train because all them girls look in their mom. That's what they be doing. Oh, on no, their... that's not right. Yeah. And I think there was even like a world. I think these were teenagers, which is very yeah, wrong, first off. And like the fact that we put it out there as children. Right. Um, but yeah, these girls were like doing it to these boys and it was like they didn't even have the decency to do any covering. They were just on that oh, six no. train. Yup. That's why I'm like, I don't want to take the six train up in the Bronx, but the six I train goes six train up to high school. Everything is there. <laughs> 68th Street under Dang, imagine like seeing that like on the That's train. Great. I'm glad I never had to. Nope. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that either. Now we have an audio submission subway story. Mm, exciting, exciting. Okay. Let's let's go. Okay, so my friend was visiting me from Philly and um, we had spent the whole day together, like just walking around the city. And I was like, one thing you're gonna notice in New York is when you get on the train, you don't make eye contact with people because you know you never know like what type of person you're gonna be like niggas in the city can be crazy so as soon as i said that to her we got in the train and this man started talking to us and he said that we were beautiful i had made the mistake of acknowledging him and that is where the night took a laugh a left turn (laughs) so i said oh thank you so much you're so nice this man proceeded to take neem oil out of his backpack and rub it all over his body without taking like off any of his clothes. So his clothes immediately stank. And I was just like, so taken aback. It was such an odd thing to witness. And then this man was like, oh, you guys are so pretty. Like, I can put you in a video. I mean, if you're gay, like, that's okay. Like, you know, I don't have anything against gay people, you know, whatever, whatever. And then I was like, uh, okay. And he was like, no, like, you know, I've been victimized by my family my entire life. Like, you know, God has tried to kill me 10 times. Like, and each time he brought me back and my family, you know, they have been out to kill me too. Like, I have to watch my back because everyone's looking to cause a problem with me. And, um, you know, I'm Floyd Mayweather's godson. And that's what we share in common. The fact that we both like, you know, always feel on edge. Like, and I was just like sitting there next to my friend, like, oh God, like what have I gotten us into? Like all I said was thank you. And then there was a man who was sitting like maybe a few seats away from us and he had gotten off, gotten up to exit the train. And this man like got up, like he was gonna fight him. And the man like exited the train like really confused. And the man like looked at us and he was like, you know, he had something in his back pocket. I don't know what he was trying to do with that. And basically like he was yelling and like talking to people on the train beside us. Meanwhile, like having like casual conversation with us, but like screaming and like causing a scene with everyone else around us, right? 
So eventually, we and my friend, like, we make it to 42nd Street. Mind you, this is even the stop that we want to go to. But I was just like, okay, on the count of three, we're just going to run out of the train. So this man hands me, like, his card as it gets to the stop. And I was like, oh, yeah, um, you didn't put your... And then we just ran. <laughs> I dropped it and ran. Like, we ran up the stairs and we left. It was like... Seriously, one of the most interesting experiences that I've had in New York City, um, besides the man on the A train or the C train, I think it is, he always gets on and he like has like a single feather in his head. Yeah, besides that, nothing too crazy. So that was Tommy, um, who was sharing that subway story oh, with geez. us. <laughs> and like, first off, she said that man got that neem oil which is oh. a smelly oil oh i'm like what neem and he she said he rubbed it on himself with his clothes oh. on and like i don't know i've had that experience too where like you know you accidentally make like eye contact with someone on the train <laughs> or like they kind of say no i remember now this is my story time i remember it was my birthday i told you this and i was going to some like animation thing in the city and this is when frank ocean's novocaine was popping off and this dude was sitting across from me like i actually i don't know who sat across from who first and he was singing this song but it was like he was singing it to me Mm -hmm. and i guess my face was just like what's wrong with you and then he just like you got a problem (laughs) and i was like my face was like what he's like am i I doing something to you i was like no he's like so why are you why are you looking at me like that And this is not like even a grown man. Like if, if at that time I was like 23, he had to have been around the same age, if not like a little younger. And he's like, so why are you looking at me like that if I ain't doing nothing? And in my head, I'm like, but you singing your heart out, Novocaine, right. to me. Like I'm sitting across from you. And he's just like, now nah, if I'm not doing nothing to you, then you don't. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, this train is taking two. Like I was literally like in between, like right before my stop. And he's about to like try and pop off on me or something like I that. I can't live like this. <laughs> oh my god! And I was just like, look, no, like you didn't. It. That no. is so. And this woman, when crazy. I got off the train, she was like, you know, you don't have to sit there. You should have. You should have moved. You don't have to take that. Yeah, like you don't have. To, you should just move away. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just so caught up because first off, you like almost serenading me, and the next ready to fight. Yeah. Okay. thanks Tommy for that one it's your turn sorry (laughs) Um, okay so this one comes from another Ashley (laughs) we'll call this person (laughs) an interesting subway story Hmm. it was St. Patty's Day and I forgot I smuggled smuggled bottles of beer out of a bar when I got into the train I decided to start dancing around and lo and behold all the jiggling led to a beer shower i mean i know yeah sorry <laughs> what because she said i mean i know i have more but i just can't remember oh more stories wait that's it yeah i was i was like wait what <laughs> yeah i thought i thought there was gonna be more when she said the jiggling <laughs> yeah that but, sounds very enticing yeah <laughs> um let's see so our next subway story is from eric and he says, hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Um, I take the path train home from work in New Jersey every Thursday. On the way back to the city, I was falling asleep on the train like many others. A man across from me is completely knocked out. His head is tilted to the side, mouth hanging open. He's a large, burly man wearing a winter vest and a thick sweatshirt with, with pockets. Sticking out of his left pocket is just to the edge of his phone. Next to him, a man with tattered clothes keeps glancing down the burly man's phone. After two stops, he looks right at me and then reaches carefully into the sleeping man's pocket and starts to remove the phone. I get very uncomfortable, especially because he is stealing a phone and I know how terrible it will be to wake up to... To wake up and have no phone. I yell out to the sleeping guy, Hey, that guy's stealing your phone! Hey! The sleeping man slowly starts to wake up, looks around, a little confused. I say again, that guy took your phone. The burly man looks over and the other man still has his phone in his hands. The burly man grabs him and punches the man right in the face. The punch hits him so hard, his head snaps back and looks like it could have broken. 
blood splatters on the window of the path train. I don't know what I have gotten myself into. The man who was stealing the phone is sprawled out, half on the seat, half on the floor, not moving, eyes rolled back. When the train stops, I run and get off into the next car. The burly man has gone back to sleep, his phone sticking out of his pocket again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You could be too. I mean, he's an excellent writer. I figured that. I think we spoke about that. Yeah, that was like... Kind of like his major or whatever. Not whatever. But um, I've never... No, I'm lying. I have witnessed physical violence on the train. Almost. I almost did. You almost did. It's- and I was so afraid because that's that's what I thought I would see. Just blood. Like, all I saw in my brain was blood. And I was like, please don't fight. And there were mad people on the train. These yeah. people were ready to fight. This moment, this moment, this one man was on the train. But like, he was like, I don't give a F. My grandson's on the train. So guess what I'm fighting? I'm jumping in. I'm just like, <laughs> Whoa, just let me get off. Yeah, the um the time it was in another train car actually, and it was very unfortunate because this boy, he must have been like in his late teens, was beating up on his girlfriend. Mm. It was an argument and then it turned into physical and mm. I think her friend was screaming, people in the train car were screaming, and that's how I got the attention of the train car I was in. Mm. And like it was so weird for me because I'm seeing it through the the door, the train car door, mm-hmm. like how they're side to side. And all I could really see was like his arm coming down. I couldn't even see her. Mm. And I saw like her friend screaming and I was just like, people, these white boys were trying to record and be like, world star. And I'm like, no, this isn't, this is not funny. No. Like, this is not even, Mm-mm. you know, but yeah, I can only imagine like seeing, I mean, I wouldn't want to, but thanks, Eric, for that story. Thanks, Eric. Okay. <clears throat> so this next story is from, um, <laughs> you really thinking of all these names. Brittany. And I was like, call Savannah. <laughs> Subway Chronicles. One night, I was on the subway coming home from a party in the city with some friends. We were all on the F train laughing, talking, and joking. All of a sudden, this homeless man went to my friend and kissed her smack dab on the lips. What? And pulled her hair. We freaked out in shock. The man then proceeded to whip out his penis. No. Until this man intervened and told the homeless man that he would kick his A. My friend washed his face. My friend washed her face for days. And yes, this is a true story, unfortunately. Boy. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. Lord knows I would have went to get tested like that's so gross. Instantly. Like I like I feel like scrubbing my face now thinking about it. I know, I have like goosebumps like so I could I'm, only like And you know, like I've had men in public transportation like grab my arm and stuff like that. And that just makes me feel very uncomfortable, just like how far this individual went with her to like right. Anything I mean, I've had, like, people come just too close. Close. I mean, no. as we all know, people have come too close for comfort. And I've always felt like, you're touching my behind on purpose. Like, No, just, I've been, like, walking and guys would, like, grab my hand or grab my arm. It's, like, being cute to get my attention. Oh, I've had that before. And it's, yeah. like, like, it's like, what you are you doing? You can't just touch me. Right. Who told you to reach out and touch? Okay. That's but this was even worse. Oh, no. This is, my this girl is horrible. Was I might have even fainted. Like, I would have panic cried. attack. I would have cried too. Yeah, I would have definitely just cried. Mm-hmm. So the um, the last subway stories are from Marcus from the Cure podcast. Ooh. That's our homies over there. Mm-hmm. So he says one of his worst <laughs> subway stories. Oh, he's like, I was on the train and a Chinese lady came and sat down with a big bowl filled with goldfish. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's cool. Two stops later, I look up and she's looking back and forth trying to get a few. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I'm trying to read this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so two stops later, I look up and she's looking back and forth trying to get a feel of the room. Next thing I know, she lifts the bowl to her face and starts drinking the water. <laughs> then I'm just staring at her like, <laughs> and then he puts an emoji, whatever. And she looks back at me, shocked that I can see her or something. And I said, yes, I saw you do that. And ew, like I'm just staring at her and then she gets off, um, and then she gets off the train. And, you know, when he, when I first read that story and he said that she got a bowl of goldfish, I'm thinking like, you know, the snacks. Right. Like, I thought so too. And then it, as the story went on, I was like, okay, all right. And she drinks the water? I screamed so loud when I read that. I was screaming. The fish poop in their own water. I didn't even and they think poop, about that. They poop frequently. Like, like the fish will be swimming and you just see right. a string. Of- you're right. But what would make you say? You can't be that thirsty. No. <laughs> you can't. 
cannot be that thirsty. Like, I would just start gobbing down my spit. <laughs> I would start producing extra saliva and just, Yeah, no, you can't be that thirsty. Oh my god! Disgusting. So, um, now official last uh, she story. Had a if she had no, <laughs> no, because now I'm thinking about like how the drinks they call them the fish bowls. Right, and that's what I'm thinking. No. So he also shared that um, he heard this. Uh, he unfortunately he wasn't able to witness this for himself because he had missed that train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he said there was one time his friends got on the train. They were headed to school, and there was a homeless man looming that got on the train with his big bag (laughs) he sat down and pulled out a portable dvd player and they were like okay that's different but they kept on about their business so the the man puts on a gay porn dvd and starts you know touching himself right there on the spot and mind you it's like rush hour on the train so it's like packed and his and his friends start freaking out the man then pulls out a screwdriver out of his bag and starts sucking it, <laughs> stimulating, simulating like he was, you know, pleasing another man. So one of his oh friends gosh. and some random person says something to him and he's like, F y'all. And he keeps doing what he's doing. And the next I train stop. Yeah. And the next train stop, um, people ran off the train. So the cops, they found him and got him. So, Listen. you know, I've seen homeless people do a lot of stuff on a chain, but I ain't never seen that. Right. Thank God. And I mean, I've definitely been in fear of homeless people based on the things that, they, things that they've done on the train, but these are some next level stories. I was not ready. No, I wasn't. I mean, the screwdriver? What? Wait, first off, he had a portable DVD player. <laughs> where you got that from? Where you get the... Uh, no, I was going to say where you get the batteries, but there was... I remember... I don't see that person anymore, but there was always that... Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I think I told you this before. Yeah, dude. That, Battery dude got me freshman year of high school. I think it was like a twenty pack for a dollar. And I was like, what? Twenty batteries for a dollar? Let me get my CD player popping. Like I have my CD player. Rest assured, I was through all twenty batteries by let's say I bought the, the um the batteries on Monday. Probably Tuesday I was done with everything. Wednesday Wednesday morning the latest. That's awful. Yeah. So here are pickup lines and then there's like a random story in between. So the first pickup line story. It's quick. I mean, obviously, it's not a story. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, <laughs> first pickup line is, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Mine is Donatello because he's purple, like gay purple. And the irony in this is the person who uses pickup line on someone else is actually gay. So, oh. Yeah. Was, was the person, well, I guess the person they were talking to was gay too. I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she shoots her shot. She, <laughs> she goes for it. So. Well, go you. Yeah. So, this is just a, a random story that we got. Um, I was doing laundry at the laundromat around the block, and when I was taking my stuff home, I noticed this guy lurking around the corner. When he saw me walking out of the laundromat, he smiled and waved from a distance, but I didn't know him, so I assumed it was for the person behind me. <laughs> when I, the way behind you, girl. <laughs> well, when I passed him, he was under an awning and on his phone, so I didn't pay him much mind. But then he started following me. My apartment building has two doors. So I, so as I hurried through the first door and I was reaching to unlock the second, I heard bang on the first door and I was terrified. I know this isn't a date story or a pickup line per se, but you can't get girls by following them home and then banging on their doors. Okay. That was from Lola. Thanks, Lola girl. Thanks, Lola. And I'm happy that you're safe and that, you know, your building right. had two doors. Right. Okay. So the next one is it's a pickup line, but it's like, um, it's more like a conversation. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> here we go. And this is from, I'm not saying anything. Savannah? I like that name, kind of. Savannah. I like that name. That was one of my students, so. Does this fit the individual? No. No. This person, uh, I'm just, you know. Rakia? Nah. Oh. Does it fit her? I'm just not going to say any name. I'm just going to say his next story. Okay. Um, spring. Spring? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is from Spring. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she was having a conversation with a dude online on the internet. Okay. So, okay. He said, I have a question. Does that booty poke out in real life as much as it does in your pictures? <laughs> she said, my, my booty doesn't poke out in pictures at all. He said, the second pic. She's like, LOL, no, that's literally my thighs and the way I'm standing. He said, are you trying to say you don't got a booty? She's <laughs> like, um, not a big one and not the shape that I want. He said, but you still like back shots, right? And then she goes, it's against my religion with the church. <laughs> the church emoji. What? You know, guys can be so forward sometimes. And this is, yeah, this is awful. For what? 
I'm sorry. I'm in, a, I'm in a mood where I'm like against y'all right now. And I was really trying to be here for y'all. So he like he would then be disappointed if he were to see her. Right. I guess. Because it's not poking out in real life like he presumed it to be based on the picture. But, okay. I'm just not going to continue. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Because you know what? I don't want to be like telling on myself or something like that. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I'm listening. No, no, no. It, it maybe this is just not a podcast conversation. Okay, you so know, I'll save it. I'm I'm right going now. to keep. Yeah, I don't want to like. No. Yeah. 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 We've already been personal. We was personal the last couple episodes yeah, or whatever. I don't need to be that personal with y'all. So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna just start by telling one the brief. Yeah, the briefest story that I got. There's actually, there actually two stories that this person gave. So I'm just gonna tell both his stories. Okay. <clears throat> I once went on a date with a girl who kept her face in her phone the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the story. And then his second story was, I went on a date one time and she and I ran into the girl her ex cheated on her with. I don't know why. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, you're laughing now. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that was so No, but funny. okay, well, why do you think it's funny now? I don't know. <laughs> because I'm just thinking about, like, how awkward would that be? Because I'm wondering what the interaction was. And I didn't ask him about the interaction, but I'm wondering, like, did you guys speak? Did you acknowledge one another? I mean, he takes this girl on a date. Right. And she sees a different girl that her ex cheated on her yeah. with. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> like, when he... Because you're a me, jerk? I just like... I said mad laughing emoji. <laughs> like, I just thought this was the funniest thing in the world. You're mean. And that's not funny. No. Anyway. Forgive me. So that's it for that. Oh, that was it? Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear the rest of the story. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was no, there was nothing else. And I should have oh. asked more about it, but I was just like... I'm here like, okay, well, what happened? Yeah. Well, our next story is from Melanie. Um, this is her worst date. She went on a date with this guy. And just when she started to think that he had potential, he chose to be too honest and share that he had gotten gonorrhea the last month. Nah. And <laughs> had the nerve to then ask for a kiss. When I said no, he picked up and left me with paying the bill. Oh, I didn't even realize she submitted a subway story too. Um, So I'm going to read it. The worst subway story. During rush hour, the J train is usually packed. I guess my body lacked nutrition at that point in time, but in the literal heat of the moment, I passed out. Keep in mind, there are tons of people on the train. So not only is it hot, it's crowded, like a Drake concert crowded. But I passed out on the disgusting, dirty, gummy, crackhead, butt-infested train floor. Not a soul helped me as I fell or even after I was laid out across the floor in an awkward position. After nine minutes, someone woke me up. It was a a skinny dude who had tons of tats and piercings on his face and body. He had... Gauges, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Gauges that made you see the inside of his yeah. chest. This guy, who I think looked absolutely sat- satanic, was the only soul that came to my aid. He shook me and gave me a bottle of water and asked if I needed help to get anywhere. I was so embarrassed, scared, and woozy all in the same time. My body also couldn't stop shaking. Maybe I was still mortified that my face had actually touched the floor. To make matters worse, I got out the train and tripped right after and fell on the subway floor, which was, which has way more gum and crackhead infestation. Mm-hmm. The gothic kid picked me up and said he'd walk me to my destination oh my because God. he didn't trust Girl. me by myself. Girl. Melanie, Girl, how was your face? How, <laughs> how was your, no, but like seriously, your face was on the floor. I've heard people break out from like, because with the pole, with the pole. So if, if her face was not, like I... I need an update, Melanie. Um, I'm happy that someone, and I'm, I actually think it's actually pretty beautiful that the person you would have least ex- expect visually, right. like, you know, just off the bat, ended up coming to your yeah. aid when all these other people were just, I guess, didn't know what to do and like, left you hanging. Wow. Um, but, like, I hope your face is cool because, like, I would just imagine, like, a bad acne breakout, yeah. like a serious infection or something. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So my worst date, yeah, my worst date story was a blind double date. <clears throat> I went to a beautiful restaurant, and when the bill came, he gave the waiter his card, and his card declined, and I ended up paying for the entire bill of one hundred dollars. He never paid me back, mind you. I was working at McDonald's, spent my whole check on that meal. What? He, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, y'all be leaving the cliffhangers with the story. I mean, I asked her. I said, "So did you guys speak after that?" 
she said that he's her friend's boyfriend. Her friend's boyfriend's best friend. She she was like, we saw each other after that. And he asked me, why do black girls wear weave while we ball? Oh, Lord have mercy. But, yeah, she was like, so I mean, she still sees him. But she says hi when she sees him, but that's it. Why do you have to be ignorant like that? Um, the, you can't talk. You can't talk about me at all because you don't have no money. Okay, you cannot talk about me because you don't have any money, sir. Okay. All right. I just I'm not even going to, not going there. <laughs> all right. So I have another date story from I'm gonna call him Uma because that's the short version of his name. Hey, Uma. <laughs> <laughs> he says I got invited to this house party and it was chill. It was a white girl, and I met her friends um, who were all white. It was chill, well, at first. So we all get drunk, and she said it's cool if I slept over in her roommate's room with her. Most of her friends go home except for, like, two of her guy friends. So one of her guy friends was hitting on her, and she eventually made out with him. Uh, We were messing around at the time, so I felt really weird, so I just left shortly after. I don't know if that counts as a date. That's what he says. Do you understand the story? <laughs> like, no. What? Okay, so this is really weird. So he goes, he's friends with this white girl. He goes to a house party. Eventually, all her friends leave, so he's gonna like sleep over, and two of her other guy friends sleep over. He and this white girl are messing around, but this other white guy is like flirting with her, and she makes out with him <laughs> as he's there. Awkward. Yeah, I would leave too. Yeah. And I would, like, never speak to her again. Right. Like, ever. Sorry, Becky. <laughs> Stop doing that. Oh. <laughs> I actually need to start doing Stop doing that because I probably know Becky. Yeah, you do. I'm sure you do. This is not my story, but a friend of mine was talking to this scrub. He begged her on several occasions to take her out. She finally agreed to go out with him. She glammed herself up, putting her finest outfit on, and dolled up her face. She had a nice hot date to church. <laughs> she had a nice hot date to church's chicken. She was pissed, but the funny thing is, he said if she prefers. <laughs> he said, <laughs> What's wrong with you? I want to know what's going on. He said if she prefers Applebee's, they have a two for 20. <laughs> 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 they have a two for 20. I cannot deal. Did you read the story before? I did. <laughs> and I laughed the same way because I was like, wait, what? Imagine. No, but he takes her to Church's Chicken and says, hey, if you want to go to Applebee's, they got a two for 20. Excuse me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you there. And I'll go home. I cannot. She was like, she said she was tight. She obviously never spoke to him again. But she stayed because I would have been like, you. I would have gotten my chicken, to be quite honest you, with you. You like fried chicken. I do. I can make my own. That's true. So it's not a problem. No, I would. I mean, if he was going to pay for it, I would get my fried chicken nah. and then never talk Keep to him. Keep your five dollar meal. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. But that's she. So she got extremely overdressed for church's chicken, though. <laughs> she would have been better dressed for Applebee's. I'm saying you could, you could take me to Red Lobster. Y'all know how I feel about Red Lobster. Or did I talk about it on this podcast or the Cure? It happened. Uh, yeah, I think you talked about it in the Cure. Right. So you could have taken me to Red. No, you could have taken me to Red Lobster. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my gosh, I was done. Just like how you were just yes, done. Like, excuse me. <laughs> no. And he begged her to go out. Are you kidding me? It, he played her. He did. This that was, was all, intentional. Yeah, that was a joke. He wanted to see if she was really down. Like, oh, she if she let me slide with this, then I'll take her around. Then she a real one. She a real one. Gonna have to keep her around. So next we have another. Um, let's just say like an audio submission or whatever, something like that Mm -hmm. from Emma. So here we go. Okay. So this is back in, um, college or sixth form. So, um, uh, I remember me and my friend used to go to her house for lunch every day and it was just like a five minute walk from college. So we're walking and then obviously her friend... Some guy in the car stopped and he was checking me out. And then my friend was like, oh, yeah, by the way, he likes you. He wants your number. And then my friend basically gave him my number without my permission. Anyways, um, then he messages me. Like that night, he was like, um, yeah, he was he was just like, we're having convo. And then I think he was meant to give her someone's birthday. He was like, would you like to come as my date? 
because everyone else seems to have one. I was like, wow, okay. But anyways, I said no. And then he got pissed. Then like a few weeks later, he popped up again. And then um, he was being all sweet and stuff. And then it happened that we kind of lived on the same road in Nigeria and we didn't know. So I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh. Then he was like, yeah, let's meet up. Then I was like, yeah, cool, let's meet up. And then um, I asked him to meet me at a certain time and stuff. And he doesn't show up on time. He's late. And then he comes to pick me up eventually. And then it was high as fuck. I could smell the weed on him. Then I was like, hmm, okay. Then obviously he started having a weed convert. I was like, yeah, I don't smoke weed. And then, yeah, he keeps going on about weed. I was like, cool. And then, yeah, I didn't even know where the date was going. He was like, okay, let's go out for drinks or something. Then on the way, he picks up his cousin or whatever the guy is. And then there's three of us in the car and obviously... They're speaking a different language and I'm just there like sitting awkwardly in front like, hmm, cool, whatever. And then now, um, basically, I was just in the car and then he decides to go to the fucking mechanics while I'm in the car. And I'm just like, are you serious? Then basically we're going all around the freaking city. Mechanics went to the petrol station. I was just like, what is this? Like everything, we were going everywhere that day. What now happens? And then um, we eventually like, go to a restaurant finally this is like an hour or two after we meet up i was like i'm really a dickhead obviously which is why you're using me to um drive around the city so i meet him up now and um not that I mean, we're all in the restaurant chilling and then some other guys in the restaurant and i i think this guy's a drug dealer because they're really um having conversation like deep cover about like their next shipment of like weed or something i don't know what the hell they were talking about but I think it was drugs. And then I'm just in a freaking corner with this cousin or his friend just sat there, you know, like a dickhead again, just waiting. And I'm just like, hmm. Then, like, after five minutes or so, or ten minutes, I just got pissed off. And, yeah, I was about to leave. And he then he tried it. Then he came over and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't get to spend much time with you. And then he tried to do, you know, that awkward moment in films when people try and kiss, like, after long staring. And I was just like, nah, mate, I wasn't having it, but... Yeah, I left. I left. I had my suya and my malt and I left. But yeah, it wasn't that bad, but yeah, thinking of thinking back at it now. It was bullshit. Okay, so again, that was Emma. Doesn't Emma have like a fabulous accent? Her accent is everything. And I just love how she was like, so I'm a dickhead because <laughs> like, of course this is why he's doing, taking me all over the place. I was like, yes, I love that terminology actually. Because <laughs> I could just like, what if you would just tell a dude that like, they're about to get in an argument or whatever. And you're like, oh, so you think I'm a dickhead? And he was like, what? what? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you can hear me now. I got your attention right. now. <laughs> Oh man, sorry he wasted your life like I that. It's know. not even like your time. Like he took you all over. He went to get his cousins, <laughs> took you to the mechanic shop. Oh man, sorry, I girl. swear. Hope you learned your lesson. Guys. Do you have another story? Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> you looking a little comfortable. I was real comfortable. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, this is lengthy. Okay. Um, okay. My infamous movie date. I, I've heard this story before. It was typed up. So, okay. So, I was talking to this guy that I met at the gym. He was cute, but an annoying a-hole. <laughs> he didn't know how to slow his roll. Everything with him pertained to sex, and I was constantly shutting him down like a fool. I decided to go to the movies with him one day. Prior to the movie day, I texted him a list of the rules that he must adhere to. Otherwise, the consequences would result in the termination of the date. <laughs> He agreed. <clears throat> we made it to the movies, and no sooner than we sat down, he tried to kiss me. Oh, gosh. I popped him on the forehead and reminded him of the rules and disciplinary, <laughs> and disciplinary actions that would occur if he didn't comply. He obviously took it as a joke until I told him the date is over and I would take a cab home. I left the theater, and of course, he came trailing behind me like a pathetic, embarrassed loser. What? He begged me to come back and promised me that he wouldn't do it again. Like a fool again, I fell for it. Five minutes into the movie... He's staring at me instead of the screen. I asked him what he was looking at. He tries to touch my inner thigh and kiss me. Not only did I slap his hand and face, but I also mushed his face and climbed over everyone in the row to leave. I caused a slight scene, a slight scene informing the imbecile that he doesn't listen and expressed heavily that the date is now terminated. <laughs> he apologized profusely. It was only because I really wanted to see the movie that I went back. 
But best believe we sat nowhere near each other. <laughs> I found a one-seater in between two people, and he found himself very close to the screen. It basically appeared as if I was at the movies by myself. He pissed me off, and we never went on a date again. And I made him drop me a block away from my house. The end. And then she goes on to say, I don't play those reindeer games. I don't care how cute you are. I'm cuter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I gave up movie dates a long time ago. Um, I want to say that I, I would love to say that I stopped going on movie dates. And I wish I could say that, but. No. No. And I don't like them. Like, I don't know why I'm not speaking up for myself. Yeah, yeah, no, I just can't. Like, I'll go to movies and I want to be able to enjoy the movie, so I need to go with a friend. I don't need to worry about, man, like, if this person laughs at a part that's not funny, I'm like looking at them sideways. If I'm laughing at a part that they don't think is funny, then they're like, oh, she's corny. Like, I don't even. I, well, just, I, don't, yeah, I don't think that, like, my fear when it comes to going to the movie, especially with a guy that I'm just like just starting to get to know, is like, what if he tries to put his arm around me? Like, what if he's yeah. like, don't touch me. I just don't want to look at you crazy because you're laughing at something that I really don't think is funny. Oh, and I think okay. it's like rude or insensitive right. and you're just losing your mind over it. <laughs> and guys, is, like, they have a drama. And I'm like, that. yeah, so. Yeah. And then the second thing is like, if we're supposed to begin to know each other, we're both sitting in this giant dark room with a whole bunch of other strangers that are here just to watch this thing. Right. I can't get to know you if I really just want to see right. this movie. And that, that's really why I hate the movie thing. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah, I could stop doing movie dates like in high school. I really did. I'm like, I can't do this. I really wish I could say that. Like, I really do. But that's not my story. Mm. It's not my narrative. Like, <clears throat> okay. So I'm just going to sprint through my three. Not yeah, sprint. I don't have any more stories. All all Kadesha. Well, you can give a personal story uh, in between if you want I've to. I've been chatting a little bit already. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, I've had my fair share of dates from online services. Some good, some bad, some horrible. Before the first date is even... A thought in mind. I met up with one guy during my online dating phase who was just all wrong for me. I initially gave him a chance because of his age. He was about nine years my senior, which made him 34 at the time, and I thought he could offer a level of maturity and stability. I thought most guys my age lacked. <clears throat> Mature was not the word to describe this guy. He was old school Haitian. Oh, God. <laughs> Why she came for him like that? But she's Haitian. Oh, God. So she knows. She gets it. He could have been best friend. With, he could have, no, she put best in caps. He could have been best friend with my father. He dressed like an older Haitian man. <laughs> dressed pants with. <laughs> You're a jerk, yo. You were so messed up. <laughs> dressed pants with sandals <laughs> and a short sleeve. But you laugh <laughs> because it's mad Haitian. It's mad West Indian. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry, so you guys can get it. A dress pants with sandals and a short sleeve button down shirt. The only music he could talk about was Haitian music. He shamed me for my inability to speak Creole. <laughs> not to mention, and I always rag on her for not being a real Haitian. Not to mention, I was not physically attracted to him. He was so small. About 30 minutes in, he wanted to know how many days I could see him in a week, my work schedule, if I could come to his place that day. If not, he wouldn't mind coming over to mine tonight. How thoughtful of him. <sighs> That's it? Yes. For that one. Oh, geez. And this person submitted three stories. When I read this, even when I first, when she first sent it, I was crying. <laughs> like, and I think it's because of the Haitian thing. Like, I'm just As she's this man. describing what he's wearing, oh, you're losing God. it. Because you're like, yes, I remember I seen the dude like, just like that at McDonald's. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, I worked with mad Haitians and they would all come to work to pick up their checks. Mad casual. Mm-hmm. In the same outfit know, it's, a, it's a West Indian thing. <laughs> and they were like 18, 19 Dressing like this. Oh, it's not Haitian thing. But they were fresh off the boat. <clears throat> okay. Fresh off the boat? I shouldn't have said that. Um, next story. Another meetup I had was with someone who was tall, athletic, and fairly attractive until he smiled at me. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I then realized that he didn't smile in any of his pictures he sent me. He had this massive chip front tooth that took me by surprise at first meeting. I didn't let it sway my impression on his personality, but come on. This guy spent so much money on his sneakers, I couldn't understand why correcting his front tooth wasn't a priority for him at some point in time. Dang. It didn't work out with him for other reasons, but cosmetic upkeep would be nice. Well. I mean, dental work is expensive. Dental work is very expensive. However. If you're spending money on sneakers, a couple hundred on one pair. Because he probably had the Jordan that had just come out. He probably stood online for them. Time and money that could have been saved on for those teeth. Because... Teeth are a big thing for me. I mean, teeth are a big thing for me, too. But, like, 
J. Cole had that song about Crooked, Crooked Smile. Smile. You're right, you're right. You know? But she said that, that wasn't the reason why things didn't work for them. So that just... But that was a big, big enough reason for her. She just couldn't get past, probably. Um, I don't think so. She's not the type of person. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out who these people are. She, she's good at trying to get past, like, physical. Oh, to see good. the heart. I'm not. Yeah, I was going to say, too. Do you not like her? Mm-mm, no. You're like, well, if you ain't chocolate, you might as well just want to keep stepping. No, you know I've dabbled in uh, other <laughs> flavors. <laughs> you in other shades. Like, Still within the, the Yeah, black you race. haven't really gone into other flavors. Other flavors of chocolate. Okay. Like, you know, there's dark, there's light, there's okay. white chocolate. I thought we were talking about, like, Butter pecan, vanilla. Not with the vanilla wave. You know I'm not there. <laughs> but you might consider butter pecan. Right. Hey, who's what's the next story? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, date story. Oh, nothing. <laughs> My last experience didn't make it to a first date. This guy was obsessed with women with large behinds. He wanted a Nicki Minaj, Iggy Azalea, Black China type of behind. I believe at some point he mentioned they, they all pay for it though. I believe they didn't even point, have the behind that you're talking about. <laughs> I believe at some point he mentioned they could be bigger. At this point, I only continued to message him that day because I found his preference for large behinds fascinating. Oh, and by the way, this was coming from a white guy who originated from Minnesota. Where did this come from? This one really took me by surprise. Well, it came from the fetishizing of black women, really. That, right. So there's that. I actually had another pickup line that I forgot to read. Oh, you can read it. So I'm going to read that and then that's it. <clears throat> Um, okay. So I'm walking with my mom in the street. We are coming from the city. This man stopped in front of me and said, excuse me, miss, you dropped something on the ground. I looked down puzzled because I didn't see anything. He then said, you dropped the pieces to my heart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she goes, that was so corny, but cute. Oh, wait, one more. Sorry. One more. What? What is wrong with One you? more pickup line. I don't know how I missed this. Okay. Recently, I was coming from the city after taking my niece from dance school. Can I ask why you're reading so fast? Oh, sorry. Because I'm trying to rush through. <laughs> I feel like we don't have time. Hopefully, we don't. Okay. I was coming from the city after taking my niece from dance school. There were two guys standing, handing something out. I didn't know what it was, so I said, no, thank you. They said to me, I would like to take you out on a date. I looked at him because he was so cute. He handed me two free passes to Blink Gym and said, it's a cheap date, but it's free. LOL. I took the free passes, and he asked me to still go out on a date with him. So he's asking her on a date to the gym. But did she go? Too. I don't think so. Because she oh. would have told me about the date. So. Oh. I mean, that would have been interesting if you had like a workout date on. I think that could be kind of cute. Um, I'd be down. But what are we going after? Y'all are going to have to take showers and then, I don't know. We can go to a drink bar right after. Yeah, I guess. Or a gym time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was fun. That was very fun. Uh, you have no chill, one. You're a jerk, You two. know I have no chill. Like, you were laughing hysterically should not at the people's surprise. misfortunes. <laughs> <laughs> like, a homegirl sees the girl her boy, ex-boyfriend cheated on her with. Oh, right. And you, you, you start laughing. And when this person sent me this story, like, I was in here dying. He was laughing too though. I guess he thought it was funny. Oh, he had nothing to do with it. Right. But you also you really don't, but like, damn. Sorry, that wasn't good. Oh man, so do you have a quote for us? Oh, I actually do have a quote. Just because someone flirts with you doesn't mean they like you. Just because someone likes you doesn't mean they want to date you. Just because someone wants to date you doesn't mean they love you. Just because they love you doesn't mean they won't hurt you. Just because someone desires you doesn't mean they value you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So lastly, you can connect with us on our website, wecomefromqueens.com. On our Twitter or Instagram, we come from Queens. The Queens is with the QNS. You can send us questions you would like for us to answer during an episode. You can also, I'm throwing this out there, give us topic suggestions if you want us to cover something on an episode mm-hmm. um i'm gonna also throw something else i did not talk to with this about kadesha if you so you're just doing things yeah on the yeah side? i am because like also if you think that there are other podcasters that maybe we should try and connect with or something yes. any suggestions you can you can like let us know about that um and you know you can always just like share your thoughts and comments with us we appreciate everything and as always we love hearing from you thanks guys bye Ciao. and this is the first time in a long time that we're actually recording together yeah do it together guys um, so yeah because you know i know it surprises you guys that we actually are never together when we record we're doing this we so. does this
Bye. Ciao.